You're listening to a podcast made the Johnsonville way. season does kind of end in September so like I need to tack on some distance here right just started you know really and and when you get to longer runs too the game kind of changes a bit like we you know I mentioned that you can run about a half marathon before things really get serious um and that's because you know running is it's not a linear progression in how the wear and tear on your body um so Going into July, I had started to say, well, I, sh- I, I should probably do two long runs a week versus one. Um, and when those long runs are stacking up over 10 miles, that's kind of where you get to like big boy runs. Yeah. So and as I started tacking on to these bigger miles, you get into a different it's a different game. Right. And that's where you start to get blisters and, you know, bruised toenails and all these different uh side effects of, of being, being a runner. Um, so I, I won't show you my feet, but they look gnarly now. <laughs> I, uh, I have two mm. toenails that are in the process of falling off and another one that's bruised underneath it. And so you get blisters, you get, you know, and you also need to kind of take care of, we'll call them chafing issues. Yeah. Kurt, I mean, everything you're explaining right now really just makes me want to get out there and run myself a marathon. Yeah. It's, you know, <laughs> The proof's in the pudding. It, it's more okay, fun once right. you get into Got it. it. It's, it's more fun than it sounds. Okay. Okay. Uh, but it's it is all a part of it, and it's all you know. It's part of that self care. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah. So so once you get up to that, um, you know, thirteen, fourteen mile range, uh, that's where it really starts to change. Where you know, it, you you're not just tired for the day of the run, but you're like tired the entire next day too. Um, but that was kind of the gig is like, I need to get these miles on my body. I need to really, you know, start to gear up for this marathon. And, uh, and ultimately the, so the month of August, uh, I, I was in these like two, two runs a week, two long runs a week mode. Right. Um, and really started to like harden my legs and put on, I so I, I ran like 170 miles that month, uh, which is a lot. It's far and away the biggest month I've ever run. Um, but all of this to get myself ready, like, because I, I started eyeing up. There was uh, it's the Fox Cities Marathon um, in mid-September and started aiming for that date. Um, so was in a spot where, you know, heading into it, everything is is pretty much all good. Um, so early September, I, I learned a little bit more about what's, uh, what's called tapering down your miles, uh, which is really tough. And it was hard for me to kind of wrap my head around because you get used to like, I'm going to pound, pound, pound. Like if I rest my legs for three days, you almost feel like you forget how to run and it's like clunky starting back up. Uh, but really what it is, is you need to, to rest your body like let your body regenerate from your normal uh, training cycle leading into the marathon because you want your body to be at 100%. And really your, you know, your your VO2 max, your uh, some of these other measures of 
how efficient your body has gotten at running or how fit you are, those things don't really tail off. You'll lose like five to 6% of your VO2 max if you rest for like a two week period. The old VO2 max. That's a complicated way of saying you don't, you don't <laughs> lose all of your fitness in a week or two. Yeah, right? and Kurt, I remember, I absolutely remember the, the conversations you were having with other experienced runners as they were like, yeah, Kurt, you going to slow yourself down a little bit? And you're like, nah, so what? No, yeah, I so can't do that. What again, are you talking just about? Being dumb. Like, yeah, just well, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that it was a shock to you that someone would tell you to not run as much. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but that was kind of uh, maybe my saving grace, maybe the, the thing that made it more difficult was so I tried that. I, I started tapering back my miles and Ugh, I had to do it, he yeah. says. But um the week before the race, like literally eight days before my run, I come home and everybody in my household is sniffling. Oh no. Um Oh no. So no, then no. I so then I'm like, do I just let them sneeze in my face and like get this process going? Like, <laughs> just to yep, get it, get it over I mean, with. it's a true yeah. thing when you've got kids. That's literally yeah. a thought yeah. that goes it, through your it's head. It's inevitable, yeah. right? They're, and, and yeah, they're going to sneeze in, at you. So I, I was like, because the worst thing is if I try and avoid it and then Wednesday or Thursday I start to get sick and then I'm super sick for the run, right? Yeah. Um, and ultimately what it was is like the sniffles wouldn't it, it's like i was on the fringes of getting a cold like you know how you can just tell in like one one morning i i i actually had started my day and then realized that i kind of had a chill and a little bit of a runny nose so like let's covid test not covid um but but the whole week leading up to the actual marathon i was like fighting off the first day of a cold um, and a little bit nervous and, and a little bit nervous. Yeah. Which then I, you know, I, and, and ironically my whoop band definitely told me that I was fighting off a cold cause it can sense those things. And my recoveries were really poor and my sleep was terrible. Um, and then the night of the marathon. So the night before, of course you're going to have nerves and sleep is going to be tough anyway, but my sleep was horrible horrible uh so i literally I, I woke up at like 11 30 at night and could not fall back asleep until about 3 a.m uh slept for another worst. hour and a half and had to get up because i had a farther drive than normal to to start my run right um so that is what it is i you know so i went in knowing that my recovery that day was really poor um my whoop band was telling me I probably shouldn't be. That's not the best day ever to run a marathon, but you know, what do you do? So the, so we're at race day. Um, we made it to race day. We made it to race day. We are alive. We're not super awake, but we're alive. Right. Um, and really, ha so have, have either of you seen like how these types of events go or like what the, I've been to a couple my wife ran a couple half marathons. So <sighs> I've done I've a five K. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I've never run in my life. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm basically a, I basically run marathons. I did a 5K. <laughs> um, well, and and I'm very used to like running like country roads, uh, 
you know, being the only person that I see on an entire two hour run. Right. Um, and these events have hundreds of people at them. Mm -hmm. Right. So there's people everywhere. There's the, the police have like, you know, sanctioned off the areas and the, 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 uh, race way, whatever you want to call it. And so there's a lot of nerves that day, but there's a lot of adrenaline. So you, you know, you know what you want to, you know, your game plan, you know, exactly, you know, like I, I was pacing on my long runs before that I would do like 820 to 825 miles. And I could sustain that for a long period of time. Um, like 18 miles. That was what I ultimately had trained up to. Um, because you don't train up to the full marathon distance. Yeah, I've always thought that was weird. You never run a full, you never train for a full 26. You just like get up to a certain point and then you're like, I'll figure it out on the day of. It's like, what? Like nobody would, no other sports do that. Yeah, like, I they're mean, like, we're going to run some plays on Sunday for a football game. Yeah, for now we're not going to practice them though. We'll yeah. figure it out on the day we get there. I mean, if you're, if you're like a, a runner, runner. Like that's what you do. A runner, you know? runner. I don't just know. A regular I don't, like, runner. Do, are there professional runner, runner. runners? Yeah. Okay. If you're a professional runner, it just seems weird to me. But go for it. You know, like the Boston Marathon people are like probably like professional runners. Well, anyways, yeah. do you yeah, yeah. do right. you run? I mean, like, can they run up to 26 miles and then not do it again for another couple months? You know what I mean? Like to never run 26 miles. Well, so so those folks that are like really really good at it, professional like runners, top athletes. Yeah, they'll they'll take three weeks off after a run some some take four weeks off because running a full marathon distance like there's muscular damage it, it there's kidney damage there's all sorts of these different things yeah, that like really really pitching your immune system is compromised for oh days gosh. afterwards like you're not supposed to so you're not but, supposed to be alive is what you get. <laughs> your body's like uh, we made mistakes today yeah. <laughs> i'm gonna make you pay for it for a week but i mean but really it it uh it is diminishing returns, and and you do. I mean, I can tell you, I, Joe. Joe seen me the days that I would come into work after I went for my run in the morning. Like my hips were screaming at me. I I was. He's an old man. He looks yeah, like an I was old walking man. up the stairs yeah. like I yeah. Uh, added a little bit of a leave into my my supplements that day. Yep. Um, but uh, but but race day, you know, you you have a full game plan that you set up, right? I I'd gone for hundreds of runs i'd run over 1700 miles in training like you know what you you're gonna do you know the <laughs> mechanically you're you're set yeah 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 the only thing you don't know is once you get out into the deep waters like further than you've ever run before what do the deep waters hold because it it's a different you know like i i always say that running um the first like two to three miles of the race is just getting your legs warmed up so uh, beyond that, you get to like the six mile mark. That's the first time that I would take like my energy waffles. They're like a supplement to get carbs and sugar. But really 10 miles is where like the race begins. Like that's where your body's like, oh, okay, we're doing, we're doing one of these today. Um, <laughs> and again, like I knew what it felt like to run 18 miles, right? And you're, I was on kind of zombie legs then. Um, but I, I knew what that had to hold. And, and beyond that, like we're eight miles away, just pound through it. Right. Um, but on race day, I, some of the nerves, maybe some of the, what have you, 
I started out and um, I was running a really good pace. I, everything was going to game plan pace wise uh, to run about a three hour, 45 minute marathon. Um, but I was kind of nauseous early on and didn't think much of it. It wasn't really hindering me too bad. Um, and then, uh, and everything is great. Like there's, there's, you know, all the supporters, there's people holding up signs and there's aid stations. Like it's a, it's a really fun and unique experience. So you're kind of just living on adrenaline at that point. Well, and at that point there's stuff to look at when you're running to your point earlier, like when you're just by yourself in a cornfield, like it's like, yeah, I've been here before versus like every round, every bend, there's something new. And so like, it's got to push you a little bit as far as like that, this is new and exciting. Yeah. Well, and just to clarify, Jeff, I, I, I was running on the roads in between cornfields. Sorry. I was sorry. running through cornfields. <laughs> okay. Okay. Clarified. Uh, thank you. I, I really appreciate the, the vision of you <laughs> yeah. just cutting just your, booking it. Yeah. Yeah. Softer pavement. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, but it, it, it is fun and, and really compared to running kind of out in the kettles and, and kind of Plymouth, Wisconsin area. Um, that are super hilly. Uh, the, the marathon was super flat, which when you get miles into it, that's a big deal. Right. Um, but so everything was, was kind of cruising along. I get to like mile 12 and I, I could feel the lack of sleep. I could feel the, you know, the little bit of illness the days before, because my energy levels were a little bit lower than I'd like them to be, but cool, whatever. Right. I, we can get through that. So fast forward a little bit to, uh, it's between mile 15 and 16, and I know at some point during the race I'm going to stop off at the porta potty, and because you're drinking, you know, three to I, this race I put in about five liters of liquids into my body, um, so at some point you need to hit the porta potty for a couple of seconds, um, but the the further you get into the race, the harder it is to stop and and start again, right? So. I jump into the porta potty and immediately it's a much smaller space. It's dark, it's humid. Um, and I immediately get very lightheaded, like thought I was going to pass out. Like we need to get out of there as quick as we can. Right. And it's not somewhere you want to hang out anyway. <laughs> so it wasn't that hard, but, um, Where so did we find Kurt. Yeah. <laughs> Passed out in the old porta potty. Um, <laughs> Which is not what happened, right? No. You got out of there. Dang near. That would be a great end of the story. (laughs) And that's how it ended. (laughs) Mile 16. did not finish. Mile 16. marathon. Yep. uh, Fell asleep in the porta potty. (laughs) Let this be a lesson to you folks. (laughs) (laughs) Don't stop in the porta potty. Um, No, but I, so I got out of the porta potty and was like, all right, back on, back on track, right? And um, shortly after that, my, the nausea started picking up a lot worse uh, to the point where, you know, these, these energy waffles that I need to put into my body uh, to have (laughs) enough energy to run this race. I can, I I feel like I'm going to throw up if I eat them. So these waffles, like I literally had one that I munched on for a mile, mile and a half, uh, even a little bit prior to that, just trying to get it down. Cause if you stop doing the, the fuel, it's like when you start drinking the salt water when you're lost at sea, right? Hmm. Like, it's is that a is that a common thing that happens to runners? 
like that you your body's like nope we're not going to take anything in, but really you need it because like same thing happens with hypothermia this crazy thing happens where your body starts to overheat and then it tells yourself hey you're overheating you have to take layers off and people will die like without a jacket on or something like that it's something crazy. your body just does that, Is that yeah a thing? i I don't know exactly what it was there. You haven't Googled it? Um, no, man. No. I. But the thing is, is that that's one thing. I never had any nausea. I never had any of that issue in training, hmm. right? Um, so at this point, are you, I mean, like on a, a scale of 1 to 10, how, how, much, how, much, how much are you panicking at this point? So that wasn't so Because it's bad. something new, right? I, I mean, that that's what would scare me. Like, I've never, this is new to me. Like, why why are you doing this to me, body? Like, today was the day. Yeah. You're failing Waters. me. You know, and it's different than, like, no sleep, you're tired. Okay. You know, you that, that makes logical sense. All of a sudden, you're like, I'm nauseous, and I can't eat these things that I've eaten hundreds of times over. And now it's all of a sudden, oh, crap. You know? Yeah. So I did plan a little bit, I guess. So what, what I would always do, so I always wear, like, a trail running vest. Um, but I have three different sources of, of liquids on me. I have a, a, a pack on my back, which has uh, an electrolyte drink mix. Um, it's called Tailwind. It's common in the running <laughs> world. Um, Not a sponsor. Legit, but, <laughs> but, but an electrolyte drink mix that has sugar and carbs. And so that Does I Does it taste s- good? Uh, it's surprisingly not super, like, flavorful because it's it's – not as terrible for you as some oh, other drinks. Okay, all right. Yeah, it's not as bad as that vitamin water you're drinking. <laughs> well, you know, yeah. it's um, zero sugar vitamin water. <laughs> but and, and then my one other source, I have BCAAs. Okay. Um. So Branch I have some amino chain acids. Branch chain amino acids. Yes, you nailed so it. You basically <laughs> nailed it. Oopsies. Um. But that's Could like a, a protein source mm-hmm. that you know. Yep. Um. And then and then water in a third. But I, I had, like, some way to keep getting some sort of calories in my body. Um, and also, you know, I I was almost 16 miles in. Like, I might have been able to make it. I might have been reasonable, right? Okay. But where things started getting a little bit tricky is very shortly after that, um, I, for the first time ever in my training, uh I started, my calves started cramping. And as my calves started cramping, then about 200 yards later, then my quads started cramping. And they'd, they'd ball up right above my kneecap. And for anybody who's ever had a cramp, they're the, it's like the worst pain ever. Yes, right? yeah. um, so then I am like, all right, well, I guess I, you know, let me stop for two seconds and stretch my quads out. Well, when I would stop to stretch, then my uh, hamstrings started cramping up really bad. Like so, it's it's every muscle in my leg is starting to seize up. Um, and Jeff, that's when I started freaking <laughs> out. All right, all right. So I was a little uh, jumping the gun. It happened, <laughs> but um, so at this point, I'm like, what am I gonna like? I've never encountered this before, right? And um, I. As I as I'm starting to work through this, I also see the because I, I it slows me down immediately, right? Like it, it's, uh, and as through all that, I then see the like the pacer person that's like the four hour marathon, uh, go by me, oh, and like oh no, that, that was another see start- you, Kurt. Good <laughs> luck back there. 
Well, it was, and it was such a huge like goal of mine that I was going to be a sub four hour marathon. Like that's kind of what they call like a good runner. Right. Um, so then even more disheartening is like, I, I have to watch him go by and I'm just falling, falling back, you know? Um, and on top of all of that, I also, cause I had my, my phone in my pack, but every scrap of clothing, every, every, I don't have a dry anything on me, right? My phone, the music cut off. Oh no. And I literally could not touch my phone and have my screen react because everything was so wet. So now as I'm just cramping up, I can, you know, I'm nauseous. Now I don't even have music. I have no distractions and it's literally the wheels have fallen off. Yeah. Like what, what, where do we go from here? Right. Um, so I, then I'm thinking like, so, so my, my, a good buddy of mine had, you know, come to the race. My wife and kids were there. Um, and all of a sudden, like, did I just waste all of their time too? Cause I can't, <laughs> I can't even they came to see you finish. Yeah, yeah. I can't even move right now. Right. Um, and I had, uh, I'll never forget his face. I, I never learned this guy's name, but I had stopped off to the side to try and stretch one last time. And as I was coming out of that, um, old buddy was just a, a feller, probably about my age, but old buddy was running and he looked like he was on a struggle bus as well. Um, and I'm like, Hey man, <laughs> you need a friend. <laughs> um, and he's like, yeah, I'm, I'm cramping up pretty bad. I'm like, Hey, me too. Um, you know, and, and he had, he said that he had cramps all the time and I'm like, yeah, this is the first time it's hitting me. But, um, he also a couple of coincidences. He, it was also his first marathon. He had also trained up to 18 miles in distance like myself. Um, but yeah, it was, you know, so I, so I'm like, I, I can, I can leave you alone or if you want someone to talk to, like, let's chat. And he was like, yeah, bud, let's, let's stick together for a bit. Right. And so for about a mile or two, I, I followed, you know, we, and actually, uh, you know, silver lining here is he was in worse shape than I was, <laughs> if that's imaginable. Um, but Find the weaker link in yeah. the, the thing <laughs> right. and tag that one. When, yeah. You know, because I would slow down with him. We we kind of got in a cadence where, like, we would run as quick as we could, in air quotes, uh, until our legs started seizing up again, and then we would go back to a walk, right? Oh. But the big thing is that we had someone to distract ourselves. And keep about. moving, too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. um, and, and ultimately, like, his – a couple miles in, his girlfriend was off to the side, and, uh, and he is like, Hey, I gotta, you know, I gotta hang out with her. And, uh, I was like, cool, man. I looked down at my watch. Um, and we were past the 18 mile mark. Oh, nice. Okay. So we're now officially further than either of us had ever gone before. Mm -hmm. And, and so that was, that was another where I was like, Hey bud, like we, we got over that hump. Like we're in, we're in uncharted territories now, but keep going. Like, and about that time I was thinking about it and like, what, what, what could I do? Right. I, I knew I wasn't doing a four hour marathon, but I figured out this little pace that I could do where it's like a run and then a walk and then a run and then a walk. And it's super painful still, but it's, it's serviceable. Right. Um, 
and knowing knowing too that and this is like the weirdest part of the story is because i remembered that with all of this whole thing that i was trying to do the goal was to have fun (laughs) right so it's hard to say that when you're in the middle of like yeah. the most agonizing uh-huh. experience of your entire life. Like, <laughs> I even thought forgot. this would be fun. I was like, wait, <laughs> I started out wanting to have fun, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, and so w- one thing that I had done earlier on, and I've kind of done this throughout my time running, is just kind of a silly thing along the way, <laughs> is what I would call doing airplanes. Um, and that's literally as I'm running down the road, it's the arms go out and you kind of, you're yep. dipping side to side, and it's just a silly thing. Like pretend that you're an airplane, right? Like I get it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just imagining you doing that. I'm all about it. I mean, just, just every, all the uh, cornfields like, on both sides doing? of him, <laughs> and he's just it's a crop airplane. duster. Yeah. Hey, there you go. <laughs> ding 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 ding. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, done a bit of crop dusting in my day, um, <laughs> but but. Uh, but it was it was that it was remembering that like I'm supposed to be having fun here, right? So I I started uh, interacting a little bit more when I'd get to the aid stations. Like I I'd, I'd talk to the people. I you know um, I see a guy going by on a skateboard, and I'm like, hey buddy, like help, let me borrow that. Like you know just those little things to like just get my mind off of the world, right? Um, but also like I knew. I, I was coming up on like the 20 mile mark. I had figured out a pace that could work. And I knew that my kids were like at the finish line. Um, get to mile like 22, 23. And my IT band, uh, which is something that I've, I've had troubles with in the past, starts really hurting again where like my knee is because it, it feeds into your right by your outside of your knee. Um, that is how I didn't, how, how I re-injured myself to not run my marathon previously. So I'm like, all right, I need to stop and get this fixed. Need to get stretched out, right? Um, so stop, get that stretched, and um, get to come out of that and get back on the road. And my buddy had, I think he was tracking me on the, the website that you can see where runners are. And uh, all of a sudden, out of nowhere, as I'm running, like my buddy's just, right there and he, he starts running along with me he's like hey you know he's kind of chatting with me just like um kind of catching him up but it was a friendly face it was the first friendly face that i had seen in you know 22 miles yeah give or take. <laughs> a couple hours yeah <laughs> um so and then a, right around that time too um my wife had said that not only not only were they at the finish line but that my son wanted to finish the race with me. So, see, this is going to kill me. Um, Kurt, I already joined you with the tears before, uh, so I'm pretty pumped to hear it again. So this gig... uh, What? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Joe and I just have our crying. Yeah, we just cry (laughs) from time to time. (laughs) Um, No, but so uh, my wife texted me that my son also wanted to finish the race with me. And I was like, well, I don't know how that is going to work, but cool if if that's a thing that can happen, right? So, but knowing that, like, <laughs> that was an a end. lot to push me on, yeah, right? Yeah. Um, so, ultimately, I, I keep chugging, just a little engine that could, you know? And uh, so I, I, I'm coming into the final stretch, and even up to, like, 
you'd think that, you know, a couple within that last mile, like, oh, I just, I found all this energy and just finished strong. No, that wasn't, that wasn't a thing. <laughs> I was limping. I limped her out, you know, but, uh, I come around the last turn and, um, I think, so there's like the like orange mesh along the sides that they like sanction off. And my son had got like my <laughs> wife lifted that up. So my son was sitting on the curb waiting for me. Oh, okay. So as, as I'm like coming up, he gets up and of course I thought right away that he wanted to like hold my hand, run with me. He's like, Dad, I'm going to beat you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, buddy, you didn't, you know, you didn't put in these miles like I did here. But, you know. <laughs> um, you wanted him to hold your hand. He just wanted to show his <laughs> old man up. <laughs> um, so, but he, so he, he starts running out in front of me. But so the last like 50 yards of the marathon was my son running with me to finish the marathon. Um, which is obviously super cool, like something I'll remember forever. Um, notably, then he immediately wanted to wear the medal. Yeah, so, of course. <laughs> so most of the pictures that I have after the race is my son wearing the medal because he won. Um, but uh, so afterwards, like I again almost passed out, but like my whole <laughs> and this sounds weird. I I think it was like the. Uh, the dopamine drop or whatever, you know, but, um, my face was numb for a couple of minutes after, after the run. Hey, you know, whatever. Uh, it got it, better. Yeah, exactly. Um, no, but I, I, one side of your face does droop a little <laughs> bit. So, <laughs> Jeez. um, but no, so that, like that thought of like finishing with my kids, um, or my, my son, my daughter was then screaming because she, she's like, why couldn't I run too? And it's like, ah, Jace wasn't even supposed to be there, you know, but, um, but no, ultimately like after spending, you know, three and a half years running 1700 miles to like, to finally have actually run a marathon. Like I know it's not a, a, a super crazy feat in, in the world, but starting from scratch and, and, um, again, just all of the, like the that that journey of like figuring out not just the healthy behaviors, not just getting away from the smoking, but but also kind of like figuring out a better like mental health path for myself and like taking care of myself and kind of what that what that's translated to for my family and, and my kids and um, being that example, I, I think, is is my story of why I picked this hobby up. Mm -hmm. um, so hopefully that's cool is, that, you know. I also think too, like the amount of people who do marathons is seems like a lot, but percentage wise, it's pretty incredible. Like you know, you, you, when you're when you're at the thing, like oh, there's a lot of people here comparatively to the amount of people in the world who have not run a marathon. I mean, it's pretty yeah. it's pretty small percentage. Yeah, so I do it, think you should be giving yourself a smidge more credit. You know, sure, it, and it is like one percent of people. <laughs> not well, sure, but exactly. What, what, I mean, yeah, yeah. How many? You're in what, that percent You're in the top percent of you people. You can put that little sticker on the back of your car. You're, now. you're saying sure. it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, but Kurt, the thing the thing to me about this story is not honestly. It's it's not so much the marathon. The marathon itself has its ups and downs and dramatic points. But like like you just said, three years, dude. Three years of you building up to that. I mean the the 
the stuff that we've all been through in the last three years. And you had your own personal journey in that. I mean, mental health being what it is, it, it's amazing that you were able to find a thing, you know, to, to get you through. And, and you're admittedly, you're not fixed. None of us are right. <laughs> you know, but we're all in a better spot. We're all spot. in a work of progress. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> we're all in a better spot, right? Yeah. Well, and, and along the way too, like now my son knows, like when I, when I say, yeah, dad has got to go for a run. He's like, oh, because you want to be healthier. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, absolutely. Dude, like, that's a that's an amazing way to <laughs> and, Well it and, and that's like too um so I, I watched this fella a YouTube uh fella, his name is Bo Miles. He's an Australian gentleman. And uh just like a outdoor adventure, he does a lot of just very crazy things, but one of them is is running long distances. Um and my son was watching watching this video with me of him and, and he was kinda like cleaning up his neighborhood and my son was like Dada can we do that and I was like yeah let's like the route that I run like obviously in the country like there's beer cans there's beer there's all sorts of stuff right just beer just beer cans <laughs> and other beer well, things <laughs> so but th that led to like my son and I taking several times to like go out specifically just to clean up the highway and which then leads to like he's like Dada why why are there so many beer cans here? And like, so then I can kind of teach them like the, um, you know, uh, people have issues like alcohol is, it, if you drink too much of it, it gets hard to not drink it. And, and, uh, and then he's like, yeah, but it, it, you don't drink much of this anymore. Do you? And I'm like, no, because I'm being healthier. Right. So like it all feeds into those things too. And like the, I think even though he's six, like I, I think that's oh, he's some of on. that. He's catching on. Cause he also, you know, a couple of years ago, he would see me drink, drink a six pack on, you know, watching a Packer game or whatever. Like mm -hmm. that's, and that's not the parent that I want to be either. So yeah, I, I, I do think that those things hopefully are going to carry. Um, and yeah, just be, be setting the right example for, for my boy. Kurt, this story is epic. I don't know. It was, it's, it was a 26.2 mile journey. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff, what, uh, I mean, Joe, Joe knew the roundabouts of this story, obviously. Cause I, I to be honest, I talked to Joe about my running every day. Every day. He wanted to hear it. I knew not. every bit of this story. <laughs> the only part that I think you left out is the fact that your music did kick back on. Oh, it did. Yeah. 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 After so I randomly? got done, Yeah. No, when I got done talking to old buddy, oh. uh, who's on the struggle bus with me. Yep. Um, then I just just so happened that everything was dried out enough that I could oh. get the music kicked back on. And well, that was good because then he left you, and then you had the see. Music and that's back. the part of that story too that it just seems like you were just in the dark, and all of a sudden poof, everything just opened up, and you're doing airplanes and you know all kinds of fun stuff. Yeah it 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 was a distraction I needed at exactly the right time, and uh, yeah after that it was like okay so let's. It kind of got me out of that funk, yeah. right? And that's where, you know, you you can't do airplanes running and not be having a silly fun time. <laughs> that's what I always say. The other thing too is, you know, getting a little higher, you know, a little bit um, crazy about it is that you know these sort of things make you feel like you do it by yourself because you're running. 
But sometimes it's okay to have a little help every once in a while. Somebody pop in your life and help you through something. And oh, then, man. Yeah. you know, pop out. And you might not remember their name, but that importance or that, that will always stick with you. And, you know, it was a cool little story, the, mm-hmm. the, that part of it. Yeah. Well, and, and along the way, too, you know, it, from from the I don't know if I can do this moment to the Joe, I'm having a really bad day, <laughs> you know, from a anxiety standpoint, like all of those days, like Mr. Jojo was he's my number one guy. He you know, he was I'd, I'd bounce so many of these things off of him at work. And um, that was another thing between Joe just being a, a coworker that I could talk to. Um, but also my entire team at work, like they knew that I, you know, they knew what I was doing, why I was doing it. So it was, Hey Kurt, if you need to start a little bit later today, you know, shift your schedule. Like they understood the, the game plan that was, and, and yeah. And, and my wife too, like it's, it takes almost like a whole team to do these things because it is so many hours of training and. You know, mm-hmm. I can tell you with two little ones, the fact that my wife let me sleep so much, like she's a saint. So, sure. <laughs> so she deserves all the credit there yeah. for sure. Well, yeah. and that's that's the struggle I find too. You know, as a dad with with two younger kids, um, is you know you want to do these things for yourself to make you a better person for your family, but yet it takes time away from your family. You know, and it's one of those things of like you balance it of like, well, am I better present? But in a, you know, in a not 100 percent way versus, you know, taking some time for yourself and getting to that 100 percent or close to get. And then the quality, the time that you have is more quality, you know. And so that's I think that's something I struggle with, too, just, of you know, so um, it's, it's good that you, to see a success story in that, you know, you you did you kept with it and you three years in and, and you did accomplish what you wanted and you're on the, the journey there. So. Yeah. Yeah. So. So Joe, that's my that's my most recent off the clock story, I guess. <laughs> so four years from now, we'll we'll just schedule yeah. it now. No, we'll that sounds real good. I and, uh, I think that's a great. But I'll just put it in Outlook right now. How about that? So I was looking at doing a, a so like you talked about. I need to let my body rest. Right? Very good. Very. I was good. eyeing up. Uh, I, wa- I next. I want to get into trail runs, um, uh, like ultra yeah. marathoning. Uh, and then check out Jonathan Pleitner's episode, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, yeah, much further back in time, but there is a trail runner for show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's kind of next is, is uh, ultra marathons and triathlons. Um, now that I've kind of proven that I can do a marathon, but uh, I, I was actually going to do a 50 K a couple of weeks after my regular marathon. And uh did a couple longer runs in between and and as we talked about all the damage to your body and your you know um my body was kind of screaming at me that like no Kurt, you, you shouldn't try and now run you know a 50 kilometer race because in the not, woods yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. so uh, in the future that's that's kind of the next big goals of 50k um but yeah right now we just we need to rest up and kind of get back to to ground zero first perfect all right kurt well hey you can come on anytime, anytime you want on the Off the Clock Podcast Made the Johns of Away. But first, I'm going to need you to close us out today. This is Kurt Narika, and you've been listening to another episode of Off the Clock, a podcast made the Johnsonville way. Oh.